Good morning, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. We are up to uh, Sukkah, the fourth chapter, 48a, the Mishnah, the fourth line from the top. First Mishnah said that Halal during is and Simcha is all eight days of Sukkot and Shemini Atzeres. What do you mean Simcha? The Shalmei Simcha, the sacrifices, the peace offerings of joy that you have to bring. Teaches us person is obligated in halal and in simcha you have to bring a sacrifice you have to eat shalme simcha you have to eat the meat from the sacrifice the steak has to be from the sacrifice and in the honor of Yom Tov Shemini Yatzed it is the last holiday of Chag just like the other, the rest of the days of Chag that's the mission the mother says no, how do we know this how do we know that the eighth day you're obligated with simcha it doesn't say openly in the Torah you should rejoice it says in openly in the Torah regarding the first seven days of Sukkot it says and it says not the eighth day so where do we know that the eighth day you're also obligated in simcha and joy which means you have to bring a sacrifice, you have to eat the meat from a shalme simcha, from the peace offering, special peace offering, a sim- shalme simcha. So he says, Ach means, is lili yentavach. So he says, Vayisa ach means, comes to add that the eighth day should also be besimcha. Oh, so the question is, Ach usually means, it comes to exclude, not to add. Ach means only. You should only, Ach means only. Only is restrictive. How does Ach mean, how does it come to add? So he says, so he says, comes to add, Lil Yom Tov the last the last Yamtif, the night of the last Yamtif. It says the night of the final Yamtif. It said already before, why does it have to say again, it already said you should rejoice in the seven days of Sukkot. Why does it have to say, it's coming to add the night of the eighth, meaning you have to bring a sacrifice of Shlomim on the seventh day. A sacrifice of shlamim you can eat that day, that night, and the next day. So you'll eat from that meat that night. You'll have a sudas yamtif of the meat of the sacrifice. That's the joy. A juicy piece of steak of that of that of that uh, of that sacrifice. So if you're adding already the night, how much more so you're already adding the day? So he said, he said he's adding the night because it's right clo- next to it. It go, it, it, it's a continuation of the seventh. The question is, usually ach means to, comes to exclude, not to add. So the famous explanation, the Vilna Goyen, he says, because on, on sukkahs, there are a few elements of sukkahs. First, you have to sit in the sukkah. Three mitzvahs, you have to sit in the sukkah. And you have to shake the lulav in the asr. 
and you have to rejoice. So the Torah says, After Sukkot, one Sukkot is done, so you eliminate, you no longer have Sukkot, you're not sitting in the Sukkot, you no longer have a lulav and esrig. all you're left with, ah, the only thing you're left with is the joy, the mitzvah of joy, that continues. Maybe it's only referring to the first night. Maybe it's coming to teach us that you have to eat from the peace offerings and you have to rejoice with the meat of the peace offerings the first night of Sukkot. Meaning, I have to offer the sacrifice the day before Sukkot. I can't offer a sacrifice at night. So I have to offer the sacrifice at night and then I can eat the meat and eat, eat and rejoice with the meat the night, the first night. In other words, the Torah is coming to teach me you don't have to offer the sacrifice during the Yom Tif. It doesn't have to be during the Yom Tif. It's coming to teach me that I can offer the sacrifice before Yom Tif, and then I get to eat the meat that day, that night, and the next day. So I'll, I'll be able to eat the meat that night. The next day I can always offer the sacrifice on the first day of Yom Tif. But that night, the only option is I'll have to sacrifice it before Yom Tif. And the Torah is coming to teach me you don't have to sacrifice this special offering during the Yom Tif. As long as you eat the meat during the Yom Tif. As he's saying, maybe that's what the Pasuk is coming to teach me. And he says, When he says, means to exclude. So it's coming to exclude the first night. That you don't need to eat meat the first night, and that's not an option. You have to shalme simcha something that you have to. Yeah, there's no obligation to eat from the meat of the sacrifice the first night, just the first day, which you can bring the sacrifice during during the day, the first day of Yom Tov. Okay, so it's coming to exclude one. Maybe, how do you know it's coming to exclude the first night? Maybe it's coming to exclude the last night. The night of Shemini Atzeres. He says, It's more logical to say that it's coming to add the last night because it's a continuation of seven days, uninterrupted seven days of joy. So the title is telling me to continue that joy. But I'm coming to exclude. There's no joy before, so so therefore I'm excluding the first night that the joy begins during the day, the day of Sukkot. Yeah, but our day starts in the evening. Even though the simplest base Hashavah, the extra joy of the base Amiglash, the first base Amiglash, they actually started the first night. Started right away. Right. All seven days. Smachnam Shel Kerem. Seven days. Hagasuk Stas. Shivas Yavim. Smachnam. All seven days. So he says, the Pasuk is coming to add the last night of Yom means the eighth, the eighth day, the night of the eighth day, rather than coming to add the obligation to eat from the Simcha, from the meat. To eat the first night. Okay, that's the mission. Now the next mission. You said in the first mission, a sukkah is for seven days. If he finishes eating on the seventh day, don't take your sukkah apart. Right, do not dissemble the sukkah. Why? 
Because the whole day I'm obligated. It's not just the eating I'm obligated to do in the sukkah. You have to sleep, you have to take a nap, you have to learn whatever you're doing. And if you want to, suddenly you want to eat. The day is not over. The day is not over. So so don't, even though you finish your meal, it doesn't mean that you don't don't take it apart. I still need the sukkah till till the last minute of the seven days. Turn the lights off. <laughs> 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 the end, you can turn so it's not a problem of chalamayd. I'm allowed to chalamayd. It's chalamayd. It's not a shayamtiv. But you shouldn't do it because I still need the sukkah. I should remove. I should remove all the all the vessels and the beds and the mats. Because it says that all the beautiful, we already learned earlier, all the beautiful, all the beautiful utensils you bring, you, like you're moving into the sukkah. So all your beautiful kalim you bring into the sukkah, so that you can remove. You're showing that I'm getting ready for the yamtif, and then the yamtif that's coming up from the atzad is, I don't have to sit in the sukkah, so I have to go home. I have to prepare at home for the yamtif. Every Shabbos, every yamtif, you have to prepare. So this is an honorable way of showing honor for the Yamtir. I'm removing all the beautiful things that I transferred from the home to the sukkah. Now I'm transferring back from the sukkah to the home to get ready for Yamtir, which we'll all celebrate at home. So keep the sukkah, but remove all the fancy, all the fancy dishes and... and uh, Most people have more than one kiddush <laughs> That's the Mishnah. What if he doesn't have any 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 anything? He doesn't have any yet. He doesn't have any utensils to take in. Mother says, "What's your?" Ainly Kalim, how's it possible? What do you mean? You have to have dishes. You have to. How did he eat there for seven days? What was he using? What was he using? Question is, he doesn't have a place. He doesn't have anywhere to eat. He has to eat in the sukkah because he doesn't he have anywhere to eat. Maybe he was homeless. Maybe his home collapsed. That's true. That's a possibility. There was a flood or something. Yeah, home collapsed. Yeah, yeah. He was stuck. He doesn't. He's stuck in the sukkah. So how does he make a distinction between the seven days and 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 and, and, and the other? You open up a space in the schach, you open up a space of four tvachim. By four handbreads. You got it by four. He reduces the roofing by four handbreads. He right. makes a space right. that right. Unco- that makes it unkosher. Right. right. He opens it up. Which is which is which if is if there's a space of four tvachim, the sukkah would be puzzle. Right. So to show, I'm not sitting in the sukkah. Right. I'm not like adding. The Torah says you sit in the sukkah seven days. I'm not adding in eighth day. I made the sukkah puzzle. It's not a kosher sukkah. I'm just sitting there. I have nowhere else to sit. Rabbi Shulman Levi, Rabbi Shulman Levi says, Put a lamp on Yeah, light a candle. Because we learned earlier, you're not allowed to light a candle in a small sukkah. So if you're lighting a candle, you're showing that I'm not sitting for the sake of sukkah. I'm sitting because I have nowhere else to sit. This is to us and this is to them. In other words, whether we're living in the land of Israel or we're living outside the land of Israel. Outside the land of Israel, you have to sit on the sukkah like we learned yesterday. You have to sit on the sukkah on the eighth day because maybe it's the seventh day. 
So therefore, don't make the schach puzzle. Don't, don't, uh, don't remove the schach. Because out of doubt, maybe the, the eighth day is really the seventh day. Maybe it's really sukkah, so I have to sit in the kosher sukkah. I can't invalidate the sukkah. That's not an option. That's why Yeshua Malevi says, if you're outside the land of Israel, the only option is to light a candle. But if you're in Eretz Yisrael, where you, for certain is you no longer obligated to sit in the sukkah, that's the better option. Make the sukkah invalid. Invalidate the sukkah. Oh. Putting a candle. The says, oh, Okay, lighting a candle is an option, which he said outside the land of Israel, it's really the only option. In a small sukkah, because you're not allowed to light a small candle in a small sukkah. So therefore, by lighting a candle, you're demonstrating that I'm not sitting for the mitzvah of sukkah. I'm just sitting because I have nowhere else to sit. But what about sukkah gedolah? Even in sukkahs, I'm allowed to light a candle. So how do I make it this? So I can may invalidate the sukkah. I can't light, lighting a candle doesn't show anything because even during sukkahs, I lit a candle. So how do you show? How do you demonstrate that I'm not sitting in the sukkah for the mitzvah of sitting in the sukkah? Michael Amema, the mother says, there's a third option: the mayel b'manim michla. By bringing all the food utensils inside, the pot that you cooked in, that you don't do because it's not nice. For the mitzvah of sukkah, you're not going to bring in all the dirty pots or the full pots. The only the fancy dishes you bring in. It's not, it doesn't become a kitchen. It's soiled. So by bringing in all these soiled dishes and all, all, these, all these food that has all the food in it, you're even, showing even that it's not a sukkah. The food is still in them across the street. He says, right. forget it. They're not coming in the sukkah, right? They leave them outside and he brings the plate in. Right? Oh, yeah? That's what he does? He doesn't yeah. want the pots itself. Oh, pots, pots, pots. Oh, pot full very of nice. chalun. He would leave it outside. And very nice, very nice. Exactly. Dabba says, Mani michle bar min All the food that has the utensils that have the food that's coming off the, off, off the oven, off, off the fire, off the flame. Leave it outside the sukkah because it's it's it's, it's disgusting. You don't bring it. You, you don't bring the kitchen to the dining. room. You don't bring the kitchen to the dining room exactly. But the utensils which you drink that has the drinks that you could bring because that 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 that's not disgusting to bring into the sukkah. Can stay. Yeah, that can stay. So that's the answer. If it's a big sukkah, what do you do outside the land of Israel? You can't invalidate the sukkah, so that you bring in all the pots that you wouldn't ordinarily be allowed to bring during the seven days of sukkah. Next mission. Oh, we get to learn three missions today. One in a row. Three in a row. Three in a row, yes. How do they pour the water libations? The water libation was unique to sukkah. They had a jar, a golden jar, that contained three lugim. Three lugim from the Shalom. Shiluach is the wellspring, right at the outskirts of Yerushalayim, the bottom of Yerushalayim. He gil shanamayim, and then they would arrive, they would reach the gate of the water, the water gate. Taku taku. They would blow. And, and Teruah, and then blow shofar, the whole series of blowing, tkiya, Teruah, tkiya, and then Olav Akevas. Then he would go up the ramp. Upanelus, Meile would move to his left. Shneisa falom shal kesef ayisham, and there were two silver bowls. Rabbi Huda Eimer, Rabbi Huda says shal sidhaya, who is made of plaster. Ella shay mishkarim pneim neayayin. But they were like darkened because of the war, because of the wine. 
So it looked like silver, which is gold, which is dark in compar- uh, in compar- right, which is much darker. Silver is darker than plaster. So by pouring the wine, it it it, it, it darkens. And they have holes, like two nostrils. Each bowl had one hole, because you had two bowls, one for the wine and one for the water. One of them was a bigger hole, and one of them was a thinner hole. Why? Both should reach the bottom, the floor should reach at the same time. So which is which is more liquidy, water or wine? Which pours down quicker? Water. Water. Thinner. So that's why the one of water had a thinner, a thinner hole. The wine had a bigger hole. So both would end up landing landing on the bottom at the foot of the Mizbeach, all the way, all the way down to the bottom. And that's Talmudic wine. I'm not so sure today that they would hold. <laughs> Very good point. Right. Okay. Do you understand? So they wanted it should both reach at the same time. Also, they would go very deep. They had holes in the Mizbeach. would go down, down to the foundation. Like one is one went west and the other one went east. So he says, Echad Echad Yeah. Okay, then he said, Right, he had two bowls right next to each other. One was closer to the temple, and one was away from the temple, uh, further away from the temple. Right. So the one that was closer to the temple in the west, that was of the water. That's where they poured the water. That had the thinner hole. The one that was away from the temple on the east side was of Yayin. That had, that had the, 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 the bigger hole. What happens to Yidr Shomayim Yayin? What if he mixed it up? By mistake, he poured the water libation in the other one, in the other bowl, and the wine libation in the in the western one. Yachts. After the fact, you fulfilled your obligation. Not, it's not critical. It's not like a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. it matters, but it's not. It's not a deal breaker. It doesn't change. Yeah. It doesn't change. Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda argues. Two aspects he argues. Number one, you said three lug. Rabbi Huda says, no, it's only one lug of water. You said you only pour for seven days. Rabbi Huda says, you used to pour for eight days. Even the eighth day also, on Shemini Atzeret, you would also pour the water libation. Then the Mishnah continues, The one who poured the water, they would say, lift up your hands. Because once, this coin was a heretic. He only believed in the written Torah. He didn't believe in the, written, in the oral Torah. It doesn't say anywhere in the Torah you have to make a water libation. Not anywhere. 
it's hinted at in the Torah. Mayim is hinted at. The Torah adds a letter here and there, three places, and the second day, and the, and the sixth day, and the seventh day, the Torah changes the wording, so it's hinting in Mayim. The added letters represent Mayim, but it's really, Moshe received it at Sinai. So if you believe in the oral tradition, you pour water. He didn't believe in the oral tradition, didn't believe in the rabbis. So what he did was, he pretended to go along with the program, and he poured it on his feet. Instead of pouring it into the bowl, he poured it on his feet. The, the crowd was so angry. Millions of Jews are standing there with a little bit. They got so angry that they stoned them. With that drug. With that They threw the asterisks and they were so incensed. The chutzpah, standing on the altar and, and sukkahs, representing the Jewish people and violating the, the sacred, sacred obligation. Well, maybe he did that to corner the Edrogan market for a whole month. Listen, after Sukkot, the Esrogan are worthless. Whatever you did, uh, yeah, yeah. Also on Shabbos, you have to make a, a water libation. Ella, the only this difference, the only distinction between weekdays and Shabbos, so you mali met of Shabbos, you used to fill the water before Shabbos, Friday. Every day they would fill the water on Yom Tif, on the day itself. At night, they would go fill the water in the morning, and then they would go. But on Shabbos, you can't do that. Not all to carry, you don't do that. So you would fill everything, prepare everything before Shabbos. Chavishal Zav, a barrel of gold. Right, which is not sanctified, because anything that's sanctified, anything you place inside, if you leave it overnight, it becomes disqualified. So they, here was left overnight. You brought it Friday, you didn't use it till next Shabbos, till next morning. So, so it was not sanctified, and they would fill it up in Ashiluach from the water, from the wellspring of Shiluach, or Manich, and they would leave it Belishka, and they would leave it in the, in the chamber, in the office. Now, what happens? Nishpacha, what if it spilled out? Nizgalsa, or it was open, revealed, and then maybe a snake ate from a snake. Is not, yeah, yeah, which, is, which disqualifies it. You're not allowed to drink from it, surely, I'm not going to offer it to Hashem. So you mamalim and akir. So then, then you would fill up the water, fill up from from the kir, from the wash basin. Shayayin lamayim megulim sulim gamizbeir wine that's open and water that's open. Then used to have crawling things and snake, poison the snakes, and it was dangerous. They, they can put the poison in the water and the wine. So you're not allowed to, if you can't drink from it. Then it's not upstairs in the drawer. I think it's upstairs in the drawer. And then it's it's. Um, it's 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 disqualified for the altar. Okay, so that's why they had no choice. He couldn't use it any longer. He had to take from the wash basin. Okay, that's the mission. How do we know this? How do we know that you have to have a water libation at Yantiv? It says in Isaiah, you have to draw water with joy. So in other words, the time of joy and sukkahs, when you rejoice, that's when you have to draw water. So the Gemara asks, Why there are two heretics? So your mother brings a story. There were two heretics. One was called Sasin, one was called Sim. <laughs> and they had an argument who's better, who's superior. Amalei, Sasin le Simcha, Sasin, set the Simcha. It sounds like who's on first, who's on second. 
I'm not different enough. I'm better than you. It says Sassim Besimcha. It says Sassim Besimcha. Sassim comes before Simcha. It's in alphabetical order. Yeah. Sassim Besimcha. Sassim. The Pasik says Sassim before Simcha. No, they both start with a sin. I'm a lay. Simcha Lesassim. So Simcha responded to Sassim. No. I'm not different. I'm better than you. Simcha Lesassim. Why would it? Simcha Lesassim. It says in the Megillah. Simcha Lesassim. Why would it? First Simcha and then Sassim. One day, heavens will strip you of your status. Like one day, you're right, you're going to be stripped, and they're going to make you into, into a scout who runs ahead. With Simcha, through Simcha, you go, you go, you go on the road. So he runs ahead and he sees which is the proper road. He, that, that, that was the ways in those days. Instead of ways, he used to send someone ahead to check out the roads, to cross the rivers. So Amalei Simcha Lesazan, Simcha responded to Sazan, Chadiei Meshavkuch, one day they're going to strip you of your position of Molobach Maya. And you're going to become a water carrier. You're going to draw water with this heretic whose name was Sasson said Rabavua, Sid in this Malim Mayalamadazi. Mashiach will come, you are going to fill water for me. Rasiva says, a shaft of Mayim Besasan, you're gonna draw water for Sasson. So Amalai Rabavua responded, he havoc if what it says, who shaft and list Sasan, if what it said you draw water for Sasan, then you would be right. In the comrade. Right. means the contrary. We're going to draw water with Sasson with your skin. With the skin. With your skin. We're going to turn your skin into, into a jar, a jug. And we're going to draw water with it. Malina be Maya. Okay, now the Gemara says, it says in the Mishnah, he went up the ramp and he turns his left. Whoever goes to the altar, you go on the right side, on the right side of the ramp, and you go around and then you descend on the left side. Except three exceptions. Every rule is an exception. There are three exceptions. They, they go up on the left side, and they return the same way. The water libation, the wine libation, the bird sacrifice is offered on the top of the altar. It's the reverse of animal sacrifice. Animal sacrifice, the, the, uh, the animal, the blood of the animal, of the, of the burnt offering is sprinkled below. The blood of the sin offering is sprinkled above. With the bird offering, the exact opposite. The bird offering is offered above the altar. You smear the blood above the altar. And the sin offering of the bird, of the dove, of the turtle dove, is below the altar. So, so usually it's done on which side of the altar? On the southeast side. But what if there were too many birds? There was too much going on. So then you can do it on the left side. So what they would do is... So here you want to get straight to the mitzvah, the mitzvah of the libations. You want to get straight. You don't have to go all the way around. So therefore you go to the left and turn left and it's right there. With the bird, they will worry because if you're going to carry the bird and go all the way around, the smoke of the altar will kill the bird by the time you get, <laughs> by the time you get to the southwest side. 
the bird will be dead. So that's why, yeah. that's why he says, go on the left side of the ramp and turn left, and it's right there. Then the Mishnah says, Abhuda says, really, it wasn't made of silver. It was made of plaster, but because of the wine, it darkened as it looked like it was made of silver. Okay, wine, the one, the, the, the bowl of wine, it makes sense. The bowl of wine darkens. The Maya, my mashke, but water, the bowl, the bowl, which is the western bowl, why, why would it get dark? If it was made of plaster, why would it look like silver? It was water. Sigmada says, since he says it, if you by mistake you change it, you by mistake you poured in the bowl that's meant for the water libation. Instead, you poured the wine. You you fulfilled your obligation. So therefore, something that happened. So therefore, it turned it turned dark. It means it actually happened once in a while. So that would cause it. That would cause it to tur- to turn dark. So even that bowl also also turned dark. And they had like two two nostrils, two holes, openings. Let's say that our Mishnah follows the opinion of Rabbi Huda, not the rabbis. Not learn the Mishnah Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says that they used to pour all eight days. If the rabbis In other words, according to the rabbis, Rabbi Huda, no, Rabbi Huda says that it was one look. Right. Wine was a three look. Right. 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 But the rabbis say otherwise; they were both the same. Of wine is a is a quarter of a, of a, a hin. But they said they were all equivalent. Which is three look. They said the, the wine libation and the water libation were equivalent. Each. Was three moving? That's the rabbis. Yes, the rabbis said that. If, if according to Rabbi Huda, it makes sense. The, wa- the water was a lot less. It was only one look. The wine was three looking. So therefore, you had to make one thin and one thick in order they should all fall at the same time. It should fall all the way down in the holes that they they made it all the way down. So, Penetrate to go all the way down. So it's a reach. It's a land at the same time. So you had to make two different holes. According to this, which one had the bigger hole? The one of the wine had the bigger hole. The wine has to be larger. The wine has to be larger. Why? Because it's more. It's three lug. The water is only one lug. But according to the rabbis, a sahin is three lugin. So the wine was three lug, and the water was three lug. So why couldn't they be the same? The same. Uh, the same hole, the same measurement. He rabbanon can't do anything. Mother says no. I feel tame rabbanon. Chamra samech maya kalshi, maya kolish. Wine is thick, water is thin. So even if it's the same, water will land a lot quicker than wine. That's why they made smaller. They made smaller for water, smaller for the wine. But makes more sense because either Rabbi Huda. If according to Rabbi Huda, Rachav cuts at Islay, does Rabbi Huda hold of that? You make one wider and one smaller. 
No, he learned, no, Rachav Akatsarisle, he uses the expression Rachav wide and shorter, narrow and wider, not, not the thin and thick. Because the time we learned the Brayse Budei, Mershnei Kasvoyes Hayisham, he says wide was wider and water was narrow. Right. So he says there were two. There were two bowls. Right. What? What? Kasvoyes. Uh, they were able to drain out simultaneously. Two, two, two vessels, two utensils, two vessels. Echad Shomayim Vechshayayim Shayayim Pi Rocha was wider. Shomayim Pi Kotzer was narrow. The Shishnim Kolim Basacha Shmami Notz Approved. That our mission is following the rabbis uses a different expression, and therefore, and nevertheless, it needed to be one had to be thicker, one had to be thinner because the water is a lot thinner than. Okay, we'll stop over here. Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful.